It's another week. Another big week has gone by, and it's been a big week. There was a big, a lot of Halo news. Halo Infinite is getting closer and closer to launch. We talk about it every week because there's a lot to talk about, but we've got more to talk about this week, and the big news this week is that Halo Infinite Co-op gets delayed. We did get a question about it, and I want to go over that question first, but Jordan, why don't you run through... Um, we had a press conference this week or a, a dev, a dev stream. Joseph Stenton talked mm-hmm. a lot uh, mm-hmm. in it, gave a lot, a lot of information. Let's review what was said and then let's give our thoughts and opinions about it afterwards. Yeah, no, it was really good. It was, it's about a 30 minute video that they put on their YouTube channel. Uh, they first start talking about the, f- the, the first flight that they had and they talked about a lot of the feedback they got, a lot of, um, mistakes that they may have made that are going to be addressed in future flights and that they're going to come out with a blog post about all the, uh, criticisms and suggestions and stuff that they got. And they're going to kind of lay stuff out for us and tell us what changes and stuff will be made going forward, uh, which is really cool. Because multiplayer is shaping up to be really well. And this, I think, was actually a true technical test. Like, we were yeah. testing very specific things, which was great. And what, so what were they testing? Just uh, the, uh, how they the were, servers so, handled? Or? Yeah, so they were testing a lot of stuff in, in the... Uh, uh, Developer diary, I guess we'll call it, or, or whatever you want. The, call the dev VOD, stream. Dev stream. Uh, they talked about uh, basically, like, they talked a little bit about the capacity. They said they now know that if they have double the capacity of what they had for that first tech test, their servers will still run fine, which is good because then they can, you know, next they can invite more and then they can test again. You know what I mean? So then we can have a smooth launch so they can slowly increase the, you know, server capacity. So they talked a little bit about that, which was cool. They. In this tech test, I think they were testing basic mechanics and then they were testing their bot system because we only got true PvP for like the last two hours of of the game uh, because they were specifically testing out the bot AI, which I think it's good because I didn't think of this, but I believe it was Digital Foundry that pointed out this is exciting testing these bots because the bots will translate over to campaign. Because that's just AI, mm. you know, so they'll use the same, you know, they'll, they'll be able to refine AI technology, put it over to campaign. It, it'll make things exciting to see how the AI reacts in the campaign, mm. uh, which is really fun. So they just they hit on that very briefly. But then the big stuff was they went over to Sketch, which is the community manager and the man himself, Joseph. Uh, the Staten, man. Yeah. Uh, which he is, I think, after watching what he's done since he's come on. Uh, to the Halo team or come back to 343 I guess because he was on the Bungie team uh, he's he he worked on Combat Evolved 2-3 uh, and one of my personal favorites ODST now did they show in the dev stream did they show off because I only I've only read it I've uh-huh. only read all the news stories about it I didn't actually watch it did they show off any gameplay footage? Not or, a, not a no campaign. it was just no, it campaign was, is very tight multiplayer right they did they, sh- they showed a little bit of multiplayer like just stock footage basic stuff that we've already yeah. seen you know um, but one, I think he's the right person for the job. I, I, I'm glad he's back. I think he, I mean, he was, he was, he was born into Halo. I mean, he's the one of the originals. Um, and just to repeat, sorry, he's the head of creative, correct? Yeah, I think he was brought on as like head of campaign, and then he's been now since I don't know if you want to call it promotion, but he's like the creative head over Halo. Okay. Uh, basically, I think he's the one in charge of Halo. I like which, that. Which he is I, the one. Yeah. He which, is the one. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it lines up in the, the Microsoft one. hierarchy, but. Right, like it gives me confidence to have him in charge. I think he's the right person for the job. I think he's made good changes and adjustments. Good changes and adjustments so far, what I've seen, and I think he just says the right stuff. I, I think he's yeah. he's he comes out and he talks about things. He's he's honest about things, which is we'll, we'll talk about it right now. Um, <clears throat> there is some stuff that got delayed. Halo yeah. co-op 
is not going to be in at launch. So campaign on the campaign. Yeah, co-op, campaign co-op, co-op. Yeah. Launch, yeah. yeah. So the camp when you if you just read the article like me, I was like, wait, they're not bringing the campaign in at launch. But no, it's campaign co-op. So campaign yeah. will be a single player experience at launch. Also, another bi- and don't get me wrong, that's actually a big hit uh, that that really bummed me out. Because, well, because I, mean, I mean, Halo is it's co-op. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, yeah, it's one of the funnest parts about Halo is playing with yeah, your friends co- through the campaign. And he he even said that, David. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to read it, yeah, sure. So here's what here's what he said about campaign co-op uh, as well as Forge. He said, when we looked at these two experiences, campaign co-op and Forge, we made the determination that they're just not ready. Uh, he said, so we're going to keep campaign co-op and forge in the oven for a little bit longer. When they're ready, we're going to release them as part of our seasonal roadmap next year. So mm-hmm. sometime next year, we'll get co-op and well, we, forge. We do know roughly when we're going to get it because he goes on to talk about um, basically the live service of the game and what the live service means to them. And when, when game developers start talking about a lot of like, Oh, live service, it does make you think. And they start talking about this. It's like, okay, well, are we going to get the game at launch or is it going to be good in a year? You, you know what I mean? Cause that live service can really, it, 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 it can either be a good thing or a bad thing for you. It, it, it all depends on how it's handled, you know? But again, I like Joseph Staten and I think the big thing with him because people probably just think I'm a fanboy. I think the big thing with him is he's proved that he can do it. He's got that pedigree. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's been there for, for Halo. I think he did like cinematics and story. He did it with Halo, Halo 2, Halo 3. And then he was, uh, he, I think he was the head over ODST, which in my opinion, uh, and Mark, you've played ODST yeah. now. I, it's, I don't, I mean, it depends on the day. It could be my favorite campaign. It could, you know, depend on the day and how I feel. But I really enjoy how they did the campaign of that game. And I think he's very good at what he does. Uh, so I I think when he says, it's like Phil Spencer, that he has the pedigree. When he says stuff, I trust he will deliver on what he says. Well, I mean, you look at Halo and you put on the, you put a, you, you have a piece of paper, put a line down the center and you go, good Halos <laughs> and bad Halos. And when his name is on every one of the good ones. That's on the good side, yeah. And I wouldn't say bad, but you know, like. Mediocre. Less, less good. Less good. <laughs> yeah, less good heroes. He's not on any of those titles. <laughs> yeah. It's It seems like that's a good, that's yeah. a good win for, he, it for is. Microsoft it to is. grab that for him. Yeah. Uh, so. So disappointed in it, Jordan, you said. Yeah. Real quick, real quick. I do want to read Junior Ranking's question here, and then I want to get your thoughts on being disappointed. Junior Ranking says, Halo launching without campaign co-op and Forge. What does this mean for 343, Xbox, and the fans? Jordan, disappointed, understandable. What is what is your thought process I mean, with having no campaign it's, at, it's, or co-op at It's launch? disappointing. I'd rather them have me have them tell me than me find out day one. That would be bad, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't yeah. you don't want to hide things. So I, I like the transparency. Let's throw up some multiplayer. Right? And oh yeah, okay. Because that was that was. I'll tell you what made me more hyped for Halo than anything was watching the beta multiplayer yeah. of of Halo. I was just like, yes, they're doing things right here. Yeah, they are. It, it feels, it, it looks, and from what I've heard, it feels good. Sorry, so. I completely interrupted but, you. Go ahead. No, I, I like, if anything, because, I mean, people will be like, oh, well, last year the delay really made you mad. It's not the delay that made me mad last year. It's how it was handled that made me mad yeah. last year. This is being handled much better. He came out and he said, look, well, first of all, there's no release date. You, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, we're, you know, so, I mean, we know this holiday, this, you know, it's just, Whoops. they're they're not... They're not hyping us up with a bunch of campaign footage and then saying, oh, by the way, no co-op. They haven't showed us Forge yet. You know, the really thing that we've only seen since Joseph Staten has taken over is 
multiplayer, which he says is in a state and it's ready. Yeah. You know, or or it's not. You know, we're we're it's it's there. It's it's on schedule to be ready. But um, no, I think I think losing campaign co-op and I think losing Forge at launch is definitely a huge hit. Uh, me and my younger brother have always played the Halos at launch cooperatively uh, from the original Halo all the way up to Halo five. And it will be a big bummer not being able to do that uh, until what Joseph Staten is saying about three months later. Yeah. Uh, he, so next he, year. he talked, he talked in, he talked about seasons and their, their cycle of seasons. He says each of their se- cause he said this is going to be seasonal content that they're going to use. Right. Or they're going to put in the, with the seasonal content. He says their seasons are going to be about three months per season, which gives us what four, about four seasons a year. Um, Good math. Yeah. 12 months in a year. Good, no. good job there. Uh, so he said there. I mean, the, he didn't confirm anything, but he says we're looking for co-op at season two, which will be three months in. Yeah, because season two, and they said we're looking for Forge around season three, which will be six months in. So we at least have an idea of when it's coming. We're not left in the dark. They're not being quiet about it. They're they're being. Tra- I, I I just I appreciate how this has been handled much better than how it was handled last year. Yeah. So you're bummed. It, it's but. it's incredibly disappointing. Sure. Uh, just, I mean, co-op alone is, is fun. But again, going back to his interview, he talked about what you're going to be doing in campaign. He says, you know, they're, they're trying, they're, they're dialing down campaign. They're, they're doing all the last minute polishes, fixes, uh, you know, making sure it's ready so to sounds go. Like balancing they issue with they talked about, well, they talked about how it, it it adds a layer of complexity because you can you can go up and take a, a banished base from any direction. You can do what you want because it's kind of it's not open world, but it's there's more freedom, sure. right? So he talked about the complexity of that and developing a game around that. And they says when you add co-op into that, it adds a whole other layer of complexity. So they just want to make sure they get it right. And those that's the terminology you want to hear from a game developer, right? Especially a game that you really enjoy. Like, hey, it's not ready. It's gonna be ready. And it's going to be ready. We hope in about three months. We, you know, we, you know, I just, I feel like it's being handled much better than than last yeah. year. Spicy. What are your What are your thoughts? Well, I'm gonna. I mean, we, we we get that we're disappointed, but I'm gonna talk about like the glass being half full. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, three months is not that long. I think it's enough time to play the game, get it out of our system a little bit, and then get rehyped. I feel like that's a good timeline. To and to have that shot in the arm with a game again, yeah, you know, so it's like it totally it it sucks. Um, Forge mode, I think, Forge is, mode is not a big deal short term. Actually, it's much a, bigger deal longer term. It's long. It's be, yeah. it's a yeah. It's a bigger deal long bigger deal longer term. On launch, co op co op would have been. I mean, we all would have played it together. Yeah, you know, we all would have had our Mountain Dews. Well, it's we it's one have, of those things that's expected. Yeah, you know, it's I mean? part it's of like to be there. It's 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 part of the Halo culture. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Mm-hmm. But three months, that seems like a good time to get re excited about to play the game on Legendary with your friends. Yeah, again. yeah. So I think glass half full. I think that's a good timeline to rekindle your love for the game again. Yeah. Because at that point you would have been playing multiplayer. You probably were going to be like, okay, what's the next game on the on the docket? But this will give you a chance to re-enjoy the game again. Yeah. So I think three months is a decent timeline. Hopefully it doesn't get delayed again. But I think they're being pretty dang honest and clear with us. Which well, and the is time nice. frame and of the- announcing this is it, what I what I respect is it's far enough out 
it would this would be a bigger deal if yeah. it were much closer. Sure, to I, launch. I think they're doing. I well, think I, that's again respectable. Go, what they're going doing. through like all the comments and stuff on different YouTube videos, especially the the Halo one because they posted it on their Halo channel. Most people, I mean, there's some. There's some people that are really upset out there, but you're always going to get that. But most people, I would say, the general consensus is is that it's hey, this is incredibly disappointing. I, I'm I'm it, it you know it sucks, but I'd rather have a game that works than not. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, I think it's because of of uh, Joe Staten. It's because, like you said, if you if you look at his his record, There's he's on line. the good side. You know what I mean? And it's like let's take, I mean, and, and I don't I don't mean any ill will towards this but if you if you took like uh, Bonnie Ross as the studio head if she came out and said that I think there would be more frustration because I, I don't think like uh, well, uh, because she's tied to for instance yeah, I, I Master do, Chief Collection I Halo 4 and Halo the, 5 yeah the Master you know Chief what I mean? Collection in particular and, and I'm not conferences. and I'm not saying she's bad at her job because I, th- I think she's she's probably doing well, really she good hired, she hired Joe she Smith. hired Joe Sage she's right. obviously she's good at her job you know she I'm either not... hired him or was forced to hire him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't know, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> so I, I mean I, I'm not saying she's bad at her job I don't think she's bad at her job but what I'm saying is coming from someone like Joseph Satan who you know has a pedigree of let's just say excellence because you got Halo 1 2 and 3 and ODST and I think he did a little bit of work on on Destiny which he did the story he's stuff the on Michael Destiny. Michael Phelps yeah. of, uh, yeah. of um, and he's, he, I know he helped he's out. I think he helped out. <laughs> yeah, I think he helped out with some of the books, and I think he helped out on Recore, write some story for Recore. But I think it's like you said: if you put all the good Halos on one side, his name is there, and mm-hmm. if you put all the Halos that people have issues with, his name is not there. Yeah. To your, you, you know, and and I just think coming from him, I what I'm saying is, I think he's the right person for the job because of his pedigree, and I think. The fans and the people excited for Halo trust what he says. Well, even look at this announcement, how everyone is taking it. We're saddened. Yeah. But we're not. It's not the end of the world. It's not trending yeah. in yeah, a yeah. negative way. Yeah. You know, yeah, not, so that that's. Well, too, not like last time. Yeah. Not like last time. That's that's. You know, to credit how you know yeah. him for doing what he's doing. Yeah, and again, and I, he's doing I don't, it. I don't, I'm not saying Bonnie because I, I know there's going to be some comments. I'm not <laughs> saying Bonnie Ross is bad at her job. I'm just saying Joe Staten has a pedigree, and this type of announcement coming from him and what he said afterwards, I think there's a lot of trust people have for him within the franchise. Yeah, just uh, to your point, Brother Buddha writes in and says, "I'm royally bummed about no co-op campaign off the st- off the start." Uh, what about you guys? My friends and I all were going to take a day off and four player on Legendary. First of all, respect for starting just in the deep diving end of the right pool. into Legendary. Well done, Brother Buddha. But I think I think that that, like you said, is kind of the consensus because unlike other games that have co-op, it's not necessarily Halo, especially shooters among the shooter genre. Halo is unique. In the like campaign co-op is a lot how a lot of people were introduced to Halo in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Well, and even even in the in the interview because this is just one little excerpt we took out of the interview, but he talks about how co-op and Forge are core parts of Halo. Yeah. And you know, and if you're not a Halo fan, you wouldn't know that. You know. You know yeah. You know, another comment. Shadow Hypnotic writes in and says, "I agree. Uh, I'm glad, however, that it seems they are at least making sure to cook everything properly." Before serving it, mm-hmm. and again, just representing it like that kind of like ah disappointed, but when it seems like we're that's happy. the like I said, there's there's some hate out there because there always will be, but 
I think the general consensus seems to be that like a lot of people are disappointed, which it is disappointed. I'm disappointed for the I think for the first time I'll jump into I think all the Halo games I've jumped into campaign first for the first time. I'll probably jump over to multiplayer. Yeah. Are you going to uh, wait the three months? No, I'll, I'll play it. But like I said, usually day one, like me and my my brother Jonathan, we're, we're there. We're playing. We usually start out on heroic. We're not ballsy like like Buddha there, but uh, ballsy Buddha. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you know, it's just it's. It's something. It it's I don't know. It's a, it's just a part of Halo. You play it co-op. Yeah. You know last co- I mean? last so. comment from Rose City Gamer. He says when they try to do everything for everybody, nobody wins. Look at the Master Chief Collection launch. Yeah. Good oh, points. I mean, and to, we and noticed well, that Joseph Staten's not attached to that launch. <laughs> I mean, really. that was just broken. Yeah. <laughs> well, was, remember how hyped we were for that, and then we just ended so, up doing yeah, it. That, yeah. I think that was probably the biggest kick in the nuts. The first ever, time you know, I tried was, to go to that like kiosk and load the Master Chief channel, and it broke like my game, and I was confused. You know how you, in the game they have those yeah, like, kiosks? Yeah. It was really confused. <laughs> I, I was confused. <laughs> it confused me. Well, you remember when we tried to invite our friends to play and nothing no ever happened? Could. <laughs> For but campaign quite worked. A, quite a few months. By yourself. Yeah, it was a long, if you were lucky. long time, yeah. Um, to go back to Junior Wing King's question, I think we answered. He he said, "What does this mean for three four three Xbox and the fans?" I think we answered what it means for the fans. I think that's kind of the sentiment. Disappointing, but it's. I mean, it's far enough ahead. Thanks for letting us know. Thanks for letting us know it's being worked on. That's the right move. What about for 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 Xbox? I don't think I don't think Xbox overall because I think it feels like Halo. This this iteration of it is really trying to introduce a new generation to Halo, as well as I mean, you're, you're going to keep your nostalgic people there or your your longtime fans there through nostalgia. I think that this doesn't hurt new players because new players are unaware of this. This is not a big deal to them. And I really think I know that you guys dis- disagree a little bit. I really think the primary push for new players is the multiplayer side. Well, of it's free to play. So it's because be of the free to play to people. Right. And so, what? What is this, anyways? What does this do for Xbox, if anything? I I think it doesn't hurt Xbox well, because how, I think multiplayer. If multiplayer was delayed, I think that's the part that ultimately hurts. Well, I Xbox. think ultimately it's how it was given. The information was given exactly. I think that's what makes it not affect Microsoft as much. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how it was said from whom it was said. I think that is key into not hurting the brand. If that's what you're asking, that's about. yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's people aren't upset because well I mean people aren't um, upset at Microsoft they're uh, they're upset essentially of kind of the situation mm-hmm, sure I think th- I think that is pretty key it's very subtle but that that's far more important to not have the brand be damaged more or less just the disappointment because not being able to play with your friends well to that point Master Chief Collection kind of damaged the, the brand. brand yeah you, exactly you know what i mean that yeah, that the, hurt that yeah. still hurts cyberpunk damaged cd project <laughs> yeah, red it damaged so, more than the brand <laughs> that's xbox and the fans uh, what about 343 does this what does this mean for 343 if anything 343 has been in a weird spot for me um, you're on like talk a about lo- it lay back like in a love hate relationship well with it's just uh, i mean let's okay let's let's look at what bungie let's look at the facts let's, let's look at the facts <laughs> <laughs> let's look at what bungie did and I'm not saying Bungie's perfect because they're not. I Clearly, mean, they're, they're <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bungie brought us Halo Combat Evolved, right? Bungie brought us Halo Two. Bungie brought us Halo Three, Halo Three ODST, and Reach, which are all 
good games. I, I don't think any one of those in the bunch can be considered mediocre. There may be some certain features and sets that I prefer and dislike in certain yeah. in some of those games. But world-class games. But I think they're all very well-done games. Bungie goes and does Destiny, which, again... World-class game. And it just goes to show you gameplay is king because they had no story in Destiny 1. They had one cut. They blew their budget on one cut had. They had two things. And we played that forever. They had two things. And so did a lot of people. Amazing (laughs) gun mechanics and a a gameplay loop. Style. And style. 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 Don't don't undercount style. Yeah. The the trifecta. So... The holy trinity (laughs) of gaming. Doesn't matter what you have as long as you've got good gun Mm -hmm. mechanics... Style but, but even then, let's and a gameplay let, loop. Let's, let's take gold. let's take the first two games off the gate. So the first game, Bungie on their own. Well, I mean, with Activision or whatever you want to call it, they're on their own now. Was Destiny the first game? Three four three was Halo four. Halo four completely changed the gameplay of 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 Master Chief. I love the campaign of, of, of Halo four. The campaign of the campaign of Halo four was okay. I have my gripes really? with the campaign was, of Halo four. Like momentous, iconic. Well, the problem the problem with Halo four. I think the story was good. I think the story between Master Chief and Cortana was interesting. Although yeah. I feel it was a little rushed. Mm-hmm. If you would have added maybe more detail in the storytelling. Yeah, maybe. In certain spots, I think it would have helped. They needed a lot. to Zack Snyder edition it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, well, it's just. They should still do that. That would actually. It would be way good. That would okay, actually let's be really just, cool. okay, let's let's forget about Bungie and Destiny. We don't need to compare them. Let's just jump into Halo 4. So, the first game that 343 rebranded, given a good majority. I mean, there was a lot of people at 343 or that Bungie that stayed with 343, you know, so there, there's still so there's some overlap there, but this is 343, their first game, Halo 4. The story. The story, I feel, was was decent. Be, and I I do like where they went with Master Chief and Cortana. Mm. I, I I like what they did. Um, it, it, it almost kind of felt like the next natural step, getting their relationship a little bit more, you know, not weird, but, you know, just more involved or more fleshed out, I guess. Uh, not I, weird, but, you know. I don't think it's weird. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, the, the problem I have... I enjoyed they, the... T- the sexual tension between them. The problem I have, one, it was, it was cool what they did with Forerunners, and you know, you, we learned a little bit more about Forerunners, which was great. But well, the problem gave, I have, gave Cortana feeling too. I think. Well, yeah, yeah, and, it, and attachment. What, what I, the problem I had with it is it happened too fast. Uh, you, you do the first mission, which in space, which is technically a tutorial. Master Chief falls to the ground, like he usually does in all the Halo games. And then Cortana's freaking out, and they immediately go into this rampancy, and and they just dive into that whole storyline. If they would have maybe flushed out, maybe slowed Cortana going into rampancy, like maybe add another mission or two where Cortana has little Uh, glitches, and Master Chief slowly kind of starts to think, hey, there's something wrong. Not just immediately, whoa, what's wrong? Let's find Halsey. Let's do it. You know? Um, I feel like they could have expanded the story. I think the reason they didn't is because I think they were rushing to put Halo 4 out on the 360 and we were kind of getting towards the end of the 360 life cycle. There's some other stuff that they added that I don't like. Um, I think Sarah Palmer, to be honest with you guys, is a terrible character. Uh, The first thing you do when you take over a game franchise is not introduce a character that immediately assaults the fan favorite character. Um, which, Master like, Chief. Yeah, which, which he walks in and she goes, I thought you'd be taller. And you're like, who the F are you? Like, yeah, I don't have a problem who are you? Like, yeah, 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 no, no it's, 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 and throughout the entire well, campaign, yeah, and then, she's super annoying. Yeah, and then Spartan Ops is even a worse thing. But <laughs> yeah, I, we just finished that <laughs> yeah. yesterday. So, so there's, there's that. I, the, the only character that they, they introduce that I like is Captain Lasky. Uh, which uh, they did that cool little movie, uh, uh, for him. I like Captain Lasky. They introduced, 
that douchebag of a captain. To, basically, what I felt like that the Halo 4 campaign, although the story was decent, it could have been fleshed out in better ways. I felt like they added a lot of drama when there didn't need to be drama. Sure. Like the the captain when he's like, uh, I'm not gonna listen to a, a, a aging Spartan and his malfunctioning AI. You guys are you guys are stupid. What was the point of that? That made no sense. And then the guy gets like reprimanded at the end, and it, it just, there was no point to it other than to cause drama. Well, no, when but drama I think, didn't need I think to be needed. In Halo Four, the point of that is to show that that the the the, um, the military USNC what what UNS UNS UNS, always, UNSC yeah UNS, United Nations Space. yeah UNSC had moved on from Master Chief. It like, was only like was, five years later. He was he literally he was, saved the universe five years ago, and we're just gonna write him off for like the third time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the third time. Yeah, yeah, but leadership. But but see, I think that 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 I think the point of the of some of those characters was to show like leadership is threatened by Master Chief because whenever he was around grunts, they're they're like in awe of Master Chief. That didn't change. But it's this like leadership has moved on. We don't need you. That it's the the arrogance of leadership, which ultimately was the demise of, of Cortana as well, right? So, what do you mean the demise of Cortana? Well, I just think the arrogance overall by everybody illustrates the illustrated. Well, we don't we don't even need a Cortana, so let's just ignore her. And well, they had Roland, she, which is basically and then she Cortana. comes over. Well, yeah, she with comes an over and yeah, <laughs> with the snarkiness. He's a snarky butler. <laughs> he is a snarky butler. <laughs> I actually, I actually do like Roland though as a character. But anyway, no, but um, but but so I don't, I don't. I'd yeah, like but a, but if that was the point, like, it, I again, think the point again, of those okay, characters no, here, here we go, is to here we make go. you feel annoyed, though. Here we go. Yeah, but it's just it's there for drama because he's not. He he gets thrown off at the end of the game. They they say, oh yeah, command wasn't happy that he didn't listen to you, and it's like, well, no duh, he just saved the universe five years ago. But but what I'm saying again. That could have been fleshed out. Why not have that guy? Uh, I think his name was Del Rio. Why not have Del that guy Rio. like, hey, Master Chief? I, 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 you know, like Master because what Master Chief wanted to go after the didact right in in Halo Four, and Del Rio gets all upset and he gets his panties in a bunch and I don't know. He's just he's just a weird dude. Why not have a mission or two where he goes, hey, I don't think we should go there, but let's give it a shot, and then everything fails, and then he gets mad at Master Chief. There's because right now when Master Chief walks in, there's no reason for him to be mad at Master Chief. The only reason it's in there is to add drama that's not needed. But I think that's his I think the problem though. with to yeah, but you can't like. I know, but that's I terrible I, character okay, building. But regardless, regardless, I'm I'm not disagreeing that Halo Four is not as good as and the then, other Halos. And then I think the the story wise, again, I'm not a, I I don't think Halo Four is the worst story. To be honest with you guys, I don't think it's the best. But I enjoyed Halo I, Four. I I, I, I like some of the stuff they did. The my biggest problem with Halo Four is the entire story revolves around one cutscene, and that cutscene is the most important cutscene in the game, and Again, could have been spread out a little bit more. You could have slowly explained things and just throw instead of throwing it all into one sure. five minute cutscene and and know. then having to go to forums and the depths of the internet yeah, to figure yeah, out yeah. what it all meant. The dark web. <laughs> the dark web. So again, I, I'm not saying Halo Four was a no no. Bad so the original story. question just, is, what does this mean for three four three? And you said uh, you you have mixed yeah how did mixed we, feelings. Oh yeah, I have mixed feelings on Halo Three because of that. Uh, Halo Four, Halo Five, or well, well okay, three four three Master Chief Collection. It's good now, but it was not good at launch. It destroyed it. At yeah, launch. it, 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 it was, went from being one of the most hyped games to immediately no one playing it. Playing very it. much hurt for not just a week, for months. It very much hurt the 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 brand, right? Yeah. Um, Halo Four, I feel was a a I feel again was a mediocre game. 
Um, the gameplay, I, I didn't like at all um, because they, I think they tried to compete with Call of Duty, which well, why see, are you trying to do that? That's that's what I think they were. I don't think 343 had the confidence to make their own Halo game. Yeah. I felt like, I mean, it was their first at shot this at, point, at right, this yeah. point. Yeah, looking back, I feel like they were just trying to rely on the modern first-person shooter that was king at the time, which was Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I feel... They they did. I think that they they should have relied on the classic Halo formula, and they didn't. Uh, I think it could. I mean, the guns they introduced and, and things like that. I feel like, and the abilities they they kind of went Call of Duty. The loadouts. I feel as though they were they maybe they just weren't confident in in what they could produce with the traditional Halo uh, mm-hmm. formula. And I think that's kind of the backbone of the the problem. It was their it was really their first Halo game. Yeah. And what pressure that that you would have doing that, you know? Oh, yeah. So, so I think, I think ultimately that's my opinion. It's probably wrong, but I think they just didn't have the confidence to produce the next iteration of Halo. Yeah. And then you have Halo five, which they were also in charge of, which was our first Halo of the new generation. And I will admit the gameplay in the arena did improve from Halo four. I, I prefer, it. I prefer Halo fives gameplay. I enjoy Halo, Halo Five Force. multiplayer yeah, a lot it, because really like it, it. it's back. It's back to like it. I will say Halo Five is is kind of hardcore uh, arena, which which you know depends on your flavor. Could be good or bad. Um, it's all good. It's, yeah. it's all good. Uh, we I, have we have all the other formulas with other games. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, agree, mean, I, I agree with that. Go elsewhere for that. Yeah, I mean, I I like. Out of all the new modern Halo games, I do think Halo Five is the better gameplay wise. Uh, I think multiplayer was fun again. It was it was about power weapons, map control in the multiplayer. I the th- story of Halo Five, however, and I won't spoil it because we have you guys haven't played it yet, and no. we're planning on playing it soon. But the story after going through Halo Four and Spartan Ops again, um, I there, there's a whole story about the created, which is okay. But the more I think about it, and the more I sit down thinking we're gonna play through Halo Five, and I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are gonna be. The more I feel like the story of Halo 5 invalidates the story of Halo 4, which is unfortunate. And I think that's why in Halo Infinite, there's not much. I mean, the story is obviously going to be in there because there needs to be a continuation. But they're not focusing on the continuation of the story of Halo 5. They're focusing on something else. Yeah, yeah. So what is what does this delay mean for 343? Anything or you just think? Well, I actually, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this. I actually think it's good for three four three. Yeah. To slow down, not pump something out that's not ready. Yeah. I think that's. I actually think that was it was a risky move to do it. You know to do this. But we're. I mean, the world is done with unpolished crap. Yeah. Thrown at our faces. We're. I. We don't like that. Yeah. And I think they are making sure how we how we said it. He. Parts of it are finished. Parts of it are good. Parts of it have our brand of approval. That's what we're giving you. The other parts are not, and we're going to make it so it is flushed out and, and perfect for you guys to play. Yeah. I think that's that's the message they gave, and I think that yeah. makes them look good. Well, again, it's all how it was said. For example, I believe Forge was not in at the launch of Halo 5, and the reason people were mad at that, because you know, I can see people now, well, why are you mad at it then but not now? Uh, one, again, it's because of who said it. I have trust in Joseph Staten because of his pedigree. And two, we're not finding out a week before launch or the day of launch for a lot of players that it's not in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of transparency here, and it's coming from people who 
have their name on the good side of the <laughs> of the, of the Halo genres. But so let's ra- let's ra- let's wrap up the discussion on Halo overall. More less same disappointed. Ex- same excited for it. Just spicy. overall disappointed. But grateful that I'm disappointed. <laughs> well said, Jordan. Uh, no, I'm 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 actually I'm more excited for this Halo game than I think I have been for the last couple Halo games. Uh, part of it's because of the multiplayer that we're getting to see. I, I'm as much as I did like the the boosting and stuff in Halo Five. I'm going. I'm glad we're going back to more of a basic Halo. Uh, movement wise but I, I i think it's like mark i i'm really excited to see the multiplayer of this and i am excited to play through the campaign uh even if it does have to be single uh for the first few months um and i'm excited because i feel like they have the correct people in charge yeah so. i i agree with I, I agree with what you guys said and i appreciate the question junior winking thank you very much just to go back to halo 4 brian f says maybe we weren't privy to all the issues regarding the master chief Perhaps he is being framed for taking someone's lunch from the staff refrigerator. Work relationship soured. Yeah, that's probably what it probably, came down to. That's that's the detail. That's the Zack Snyder detail. <laughs> the detail that we, that we missed. Halo 4. He took someone's, you know, Oreos. Consistently. Not just once. He was and that guy. The, so he took someone's ham sandwich and Oreos. And from Sarah Palmer is pissed to this day about that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, well, it's just, I will admit Sarah Palmer got better in Halo 5. Do you know why? Huh. Because she wasn't in it very much. Because they killed her? That's like (laughs) they Jar Jar Bingster? (laughs) No, you can tell the criticism they got from Halo 4 reflected in the Halo 5 campaign. (laughs) That is funny. Super Shocker says Halo 5 also took forever. It did. It did. Uh, But this one's taking forever, too. Well, no, no, I meant take forever uh, development-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Look, I don't mind how long. Look at Rockstar. I mean, how long did it take for us from Grand Theft Auto 4 to 5, right? Yeah. How long is it taking us from 5 to 6? Yeah. Which I will admit they did put Red Dead Redemption in the middle there somewhere. But again, how long from Red Dead Redemption 1 to 2? I don't mind that games take a while. Well, like I, a Skyrim. I, yeah, yeah. We still don't. Well, guy, okay, or, yeah. the Skyrim or even thing, a new Fallout. The Skyrim thing gets me. Like, guys, look, I, I know everybody wants a new Elder Scrolls. I do too. We all but okay. they're working on Starfield. They just want to try something new. Let let them try something new. What are you? And then they're working. No, I'm being serious. serious. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like let them. Let's see how Starfield goes. Let's, sounds like you're let's see. If, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. Like I feel Bethesda deserves their criticism where they get it. You know, with the launch of Fallout 76 and and some some different things that they're doing. Even some of the criticisms they got for Fallout 4. I I believe they deserve it. They deserve some of the criticisms they got. I, I don't feel like we should just beat them to death over... I know Elder Scrolls is a great game. We know it's coming. They announced it. They did like a helicopter shot of New Zealand and told us it was gameplay, even though it probably wasn't, to tell us that it was it was coming. You, you know what I mean? Well, like, even, even Tom <laughs> Howard's intro was like, so yeah. I'm going to show you this. It's you, not much. I'm, yeah. Let it's, me warn you before I show you this. You asked for it. Yeah, like, like I, I never thought to myself, oh, Bethesda's done with Elder Scrolls. No, I, I never thought the MMO was the new Elder Scrolls for them. I think the MMO is in its own genre and and they're still going to make elder scrolls games but i understand when it, it's like bungie when they wanted to leave doing halo and try a different game it's it's like it's just like that with bethesda like hey guys we we want to try this you know this 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 sci-fi mass effect kind of style you know we want to try this new game starfield and we just let it i just, i'm just saying just Let's see how Starfield goes. Let you know it, what I mean? Let it happen. Look, if Starfield sucks and it's a it's a royal crapshoot, then yeah, okay, I'll say I'll say, hey, yeah, we wasted our time. We should have just built Elder Scrolls, right? Yeah. But let's just see how let 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 them branch out. Let them get creative. You know. Great question, Junior Winking. Thank you very much for writing in. By the way, 
I want to talk. Speaking of, we're talking about games. Red Red Dead Redemption popped up there. I jumped into multiplayer this week and tried out Call to Arms. And are you ready for this? If this, if they get more DLC like this or or content like this into their multiplayer, this is the first content that it's like, whoa. I, I well, now understand I, uh, why I want to play Red Dead Redemption online. Really? I don't it's have to pay for this? very good. Again? It's very fun. I might have to pull it's, that back up. It's back for blood, cowboy style. Well, do I have to pay for it? No. Oh, okay. And, and ready for this? And, and they've answered that. Actually that. Makes and, cool. and here's another thing. Playing it, you get a ton of rewards playing it. Like, I think this, they must have seen all the criticism and they actually put thought into this mode and also thought into the rewards for this mode. It is a blast. Don't try to do a single player. I tried to do that a couple times because you get rocked. But and it, and it, it it's one Wait, of the don't ones. Don't try it a single player. Don't try to do solo it solo. It. Solo. Oh, yeah. So gotcha. it's waves. It's ten waves. It's it's, it's each town. Mode. It's horde mode. Each town. So I'm. You start in Blackwater and you go through all the different locations and it's waves and you got to make it to wave ten. And it's legit. Uh, if everybody in your team dies, that's it. That's the furthest wave that you've made it to. It it gets more difficult. And the thing that is difficult about about it is you can be undercover and you can be riding. I ride, I like to ride my horse back and forth because you've got to cover the whole town. And they've got NPCs helping you on your team, and they get destroyed. But I'll be riding my horse and I'll take it, take it, and I'll get headshotted by one of the NPCs. I like wave six. I'd say they start to get super accurate. Um. <laughs> But playing with people, so I was playing with randoms. But dude, playing with friends, that mode would be yeah, so much fun. Okay. I was well, having just fun. Like, uh, remember, they, remember they had a horde mode in Undead Nightmare DLC. Yes. It, it sounds like it's like that, but yeah, with not the and undead. Then and then you get tons of cash, gold rewards, experience. That part I like about it. I've not. I will probably ready for this. I will probably actually get the battle pass because I'm playing this so much. I'm going to level up that battle pass. Might yeah. as well. Yeah. Outside of that, the game is the same. I do enjoy, obviously. There's nothing like riding through, doing some no, hunting, I, stuff like that. No, when they do stuff right, but they, they do need, it right. If this, if this represents step one to making it GTA Online level fun, they are well on their way. If they, if they can string two or three to these uh, type of content drops together, it's up there. It, it'll be up there pretty quick. It's yeah. that fun. I really like it. You know, it's why you were talking about it earlier this week. It sounds like a good time. Yeah, that mode sounds fun. We'll have to read. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna redownload it, it so we can play it. Yeah, on it's that a, one. Yeah. and the other thing is oddly enough for a Rockstar game because we know how toxic online community and Rockstar can be in any Rockstar <laughs> game. Sure, like, well in any game period, the internet. Yeah. yeah, but in Red Dead Redemption particularly, it's pretty like good luck being out there by yourself once someone tries to get decides to gank you. And, <laughs> oh, gotcha. Right, yeah. but no. So pirate, but multiplayer. Everybody was working together. Super cool. Like they'd come revive you. you. They play how you're supposed to play. Cool. It was cool. a blast. Yeah, no, that's fun. The other thing, guys, I beat. I realized this too. You talked about it in about Halo 4. First, there's this tutorial level. I've realized I I don't think games need tutorial levels anymore or tutorial experiences. Just throw me in. I don't yeah. need to I don't well, need to learn stuff. I wouldn't go that far. I would say have an option to disable tutorials. No, right I at the beginning, because well, there's different. Okay, we're but, talking about like eight, nine, well, ten, eleven, twelve. You know, well, you know, the younger generation. Yeah, yeah. But gamers. you're talking about. I think that's the difference. Like, I agree with you. Disable tutorial. So, in other words, don't have a tutorial level. Have have just start the game, and then if you want pop ups, having the ability to turn on or off those pop ups, I agree with that. But I I don't 
like a tutorial level, you always know when you're in a tutorial zone or a tutorial level, and it, I think it kills ga a lot of games for me. It killed um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla because I was waiting to get to England. Oh, yeah, that was, I mean, I think the trend for that year, what was that, like 2019, 20, when, when did that game 2020? Was it last 20, year? I don't know. It was around the same. It was around the same time where I was still upset about Forza's tutorial. <laughs> same Forza. Like, I don't need. I don't need pop ups. Rockstar does pop ups. Yeah, which I'm fine with. Sure. They, they jump you into the story, and you. But I don't need a tutorial. What made me realize it is Omno. I Omno's the first game I beat in a while. Like fully, completely beat the whole game, and I was able to get sucked in. It doesn't. It, it, I have so much time in my life. I can't oh, you waste. Have, you have limited time. I have limited time. Yeah. I cannot waste my time in your pansy ass <laughs> tutorial zone. I'm sorry. Uh, Get uh, me. If you want to introduce uh, yo, me. What do you think about it like that? He's got a point. If you want to introduce me <gasps> to the origins of Valhalla for five minutes and then drop me in England and give me the option to go back to do completionist <laughs> stuff, I'm down with that. <laughs> But get me out of your tutorial yeah. zone. I'm laughing at chat. Just create. This is Shadow Hypnotic. Just create a games journalist mode in the menu. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know what's funny that's is funny. I actually that's, no, funny. That, that that's funny. funny because I actually think it's the game journalists that need the tutorial. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's, that's the joke. That's, that's what it is. Oh, oh, okay. That's why it's there was funny. Funny. there was no tutorial, yeah. so this game sucks. It's totally for review <laughs> review popping. So well, no, no. I I actually I I I agree with you because I I think you're right. There's 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 really no need for tutorials in a lot of games, and I think a like lot of games. I like think a lot racing of games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest, a shooting game. No, even even yeah. For or, instance, well, if I jump into Halo Infinite, and it, I'm in a tutorial zone, that is needless. I don't need well, a tutorial zone in Halo Infinite. There, there's something about like I think of a game like uh, like Rise of the Tomb Raider uh, or Tomb Raider. Uh, they they have they throw you into the game and they have slight tutorials where like. You'll be climbing a ledge, and then a button will pop up on the corner. That's and it pop ups. Says, it says X to jump, and you jump. Yeah, you know, I think it doesn't take away from anything. That's pop ups because it, um, it immerses you in the story right away. Yeah, it's I, not a whole I, I tutorial get, level. I or get zone. what you're saying for like younger kids, like have a mode, and I think that would be nice too. But then I then I also think no, screw them. We didn't have tutorials until like the GameCube. Well, you, you know what I mean. Well, I I mean they thought of this a long time ago. You remember speaking of Halo? Remember the first Halo when you get out of cryo freeze and the guy's like, "Okay, look at me. Look up. Look down. Look left. Look right." Yeah. And Does it, that feel okay to you? And he's you like, all right, just testing, just testing your armor. And it just trained you how to look up, down, left, and right. And if you use the wrong joystick, it instantly made you southpaw. Yeah. 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 It's the, it was, that's how you do it. Tutorial yeah, yeah. over. You hide And it. fun fact, in co-op, they skip that part because they figure you as friends can figure it out. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, no, I think there's something about discovering things in games because when I just like, for example, I, there's been situations where, um, I'm trying to think of a game for an example, but we'd be playing a game and you would say, hey, I figured it out. I, I use this gun with this loadout and it does this. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's genius. You, you know what I mean? There's, I think there's a certain thing to be said about what you're saying, like discovering things for yourself. Yeah, I think it adds. And to, let's be honest. I think it adds also the frustration if you can't discover something like, oh, what? What do I what do I do? And then it's like in my mind, I'm like, well, I could just Google it. And I'm like, nope, figure this out. And when you do, it's like this dopamine award. Or reward yeah. that it, it hooks you in the game more. I'm going to be honest with you. If Escape from Tarkov does not have a tutorial and people can start to understand how that game works, 
no game needs a tutorial. Okay, but okay, it's different if you That's have hardcore. a. Tra- it's different if you have an optional training ground. To they go don't to, even I have that. You literally have to build your optional training ground, and by that point, you probably know how the game works. That is yeah. that game is the most anti-tutorial game you and, will ever play in your life. And look how popular it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's pop. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I get it. No, I get what you're saying, what, especially yeah. in a single-player game. Like, I was just playing through Control, and so were you. Yeah. And its tutorials were basically gameplay it's pop-ups. levels. Yeah. yeah. It's pop-ups. It, it, it immerses and they, you in the They almost, like, right tied away. it into the story. Yeah, there, I think there's correct way. Like, the way Assassin's Creed does it, I don't like that, because it's like, you hype me to play in England for the latest one. For every spend, single like, trailer. The first was five there, hours was in, there any in, trailer that was, like, Norway? Here you go. <laughs> It's awesome. No, every single trailer was England, <laughs> and and you and the thing that's hard is you know the game unlocks when you get to England because you got the the yeah. base, the all the different side quests. I mean, to be honest, I don't know. What don't you know? I don't know. I guess you. I mean, I guess you could be like, oh, well, it sets up the story, and it's like, well, yeah, you could have just said like, oh, you guys want to sell to England today? Yeah, yeah. you literally, we're Vikings. You literally could have had two guys sitting on a dock. <laughs> And one of them looks at the other and be like, "One's fishing." There's always you know one what we fishing. haven't done in a while. And the other Viking looks over and says, "Rape and pillage." Yep, <laughs> let's go. He goes, "Where I should we go?" Fine with that, hey. I didn't need this backstory. And then he'll go like, "Well, where should we go?" Well, we always go west. What if we went east this time? Let's let's explore. All right. And then uh, maybe even throw in a boat level. Who knows? I don't know. You, I mean, I would have done a boat level. That would have been fun. I, I, I actually take it back. I think Roblox and Minecraft are the tutorials for every other game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think we need anything anymore. Uh, I mean, because that's the every every kid. Play, play well, I, yeah. Uh, Andrew Courtney in chat says, uh, some tutorial sections of games work great and others don't. Comes back to how devs handle onboarding uh, you to gameplay. I agree, I agree mm-hmm. with that. I think what I'm saying is, overwhelmingly, I think... Pop-ups work. Pop-ups with the initial story that you want to tell work far better, more often than having a a separate tutorial level at the beginning. Even even if you take Red Dead Redemption two, they had right into the story. Well, yeah, you're right into the story, but you are technically in a tutorial zone. You can't. You're not immediately open to the free world. Yeah, you you know, and and. You know, same criticism again, goes though, there. Again, though, that was a criticism by a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, no, no, and, yeah. and and I did agree with that criticism, although I was at least interested in the story within that tutorial zone. It yeah. still was kind of like you're waiting like, okay, when does the real game It open? wasn't as good as Grand Theft Auto Five that just throws you in there. Yeah, it was just like, After hey. After you watch uh, <laughs> people Auto, curb stomp Grand Theft Auto Five was great. It was like, hey, rob a bank. All right, here's the game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I think that's what I'm saying. Loyal Doyle says I only game I only play a game for one hour uh, now, and I'm either locked in or I won't play it again. And I think when you're busy, as adults especially, especially if you have a stressful job or you're going through, you know, different stuff. things, stuff, life <laughs> happens. I do think it is, and not only that, that's not the only game in town. Literally, like there are hundreds of games competing for your attention. The sooner you can hook me. The more likely I am to see your game and you know all the way through. Yeah. So it's it is interesting. Uh, I couldn't stand that. See, uh, Brian F says, "Ah, I couldn't stand that snow tutorial area of Red Dead Redemption 2. No, it, no, it, and I, I get it. It's no, it's a valid criticism. I mean, if I'm going to criticize it for Assassin's Creed, I got to criticize no. it for Red Dead, and I, I I agree. I think the difference Red Dead and Assassin's Creed is I was at least interested in the Red Dead one, whereas Assassin's Creed, I mean, I guess I was interested, but yeah. So I'm I mean, not saying. I'm against tutorials. 
What I'm saying is I'm against tutorials. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying don't give me a tutorial level, just give me pop-ups. That's what I'm against. Yeah. Mm. Because I feel like the tutorial team are the interns. <laughs> That's all they trust them with. Yeah. Hey, teach people how to play the we game. We don't have we'll time to waste real on game. this crappy level. You guys do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, let me do that. Here, just take this. Let's just take this. And we'll put it. We'll put it together. Anyways, that's 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 my experience. Your soapbox for my the soapbox. day. Well, well, to be honest with you, there is. I mean, there is a majority of games that really don't need tutorials. Uh, who did one right? Actually, I thought was Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Actually, I disagree with that a lot. Really? No, yeah. I, I, I actually enjoy. I enjoyed the intro there. Well, okay, I don't. Okay, I, I don't disagree with you, but I do. I, I think, I think it actually should have been more playable, if, if that makes sense. But so in Cyberpunk's tutorial, you basically it's actually kind of like Grand Theft Auto, where it's like, hey, go make a friend and do something, <laughs> and then yeah, here's the game. Uh, but what they do is between the hey make a friend and do something and here's the game is they show this huge montage and that montage should have been playable. I it, agree. It would have been much better. You would have developed more of a, 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 relationship. a relationship with Jackie. You would have cared more about him. You would have. But I did. You care, would have, but I did care about Jackie. Yeah, but think enough. of think of how much you would have. You cared, could have cared more. Think <laughs> of how much more you could have. Yeah, but see, I liked that montage because it was like. All right, yeah, get me to the city. But yes, you could, you but you could could have done that. They they were already in the city. Build up to that. Instead, I got to take meth in my cubicle in the office or something. Yeah, he threw up. <laughs> I did. He did. He puked in the. He yeah, my the my job was stressful. Yeah, what did you go? A, did you go Nomad Street Kid or yeah? Because I went Nomad, so I was like a guy on the outside. Yeah, I was Nomad as well. I drove into. I was the city. Nomad. Oh yeah, I drove into the city as yeah. well. Yeah, I started out as the. Uh, you I had know, to go in through the, the uh, in the top. I did. I had to checkpoint. Go, as a nomad, I, yeah, I had to go through the California the border agric- agricultural. <laughs> they had to make sure I didn't have any fruit on me or anything. And yeah, yeah my whole tutorial was me dealing with stress. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, see, see that I en- see. I, oddly enough, I enjoyed that montage. I thought, yes, yeah, I would. I would have so preferred you, that montage. Thank you for to not be... wasting my time. What if maybe then it's a hit or miss for you then? Hmm. Because you're giving, we're giving examples of where it's good, and we have mixed opinions, obviously here. So, mm. what makes a good tutorial for you then? The the feeling that, of not wasting your time. The feeling of not wasting my time. Yeah, hide if you can effectively hide the tutorial, you're gold. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The one thing gamers don't like is their time being wasted. Yeah. You. Yeah. Unless I'm. I'm. Who am I? I'm, am I a WoW player? No. I don't want my time <laughs> wasted. I don't play games to waste time. Well, see, he's, he's again. He's not wrong. <laughs> Am I grinding to level ninety to to start the game? No, I'm not. Sixty. If I wanted to, but there is do a that, lot I'd of time wow. wasting stuff in that game. <laughs> <laughs> there is. That's, that's a that's the grind. So that is interesting. Hey, can we talk about? Yeah, well, I think Andrew Courtney and Loyal Doyle are having a good interchange there. Um, and what in they chat. both what they both are saying, yeah, in chat, what they both are saying is make learning to play the game fun and not a chore. That's the key to a good tutorial. I, that's that's ultimately well, what I'm saying. And some games don't need tutorials, just flat out. A racing game, right trigger is go, and left trigger is brakes. Yeah. Uh, Dirt 5. Dirt 5 is a good example. Doesn't have a racing tutorial. What they do is, it, where there's a tutorial, it's in your menus, but that's masked with, it's like a one-minute presentation. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. I don't okay think shooters that. need any. I don't think. I, I'm just gonna say it. I don't think Triggers, open world. I don't think open world RPGs bumpers. need tutorials t- 
tutorial zones. I, I think I think they yeah. they need pop ups. I'm I, fine with pop ups. I think they need pop ups for specific mechanics of the game that are specific to the game that are brand new. Yeah, and introducing. I'm fine with that, and that's why I'm saying give me a pop up, not a tutorial zone. Yeah. Um, Call of Call of Duty. Call of Duty does a great job of not doing a tutorial. Yet you're kind of in an introduction zone. But it's because they blow you away with this like well, jaw dropping well, story. Their introductions, something. Their introduction zones are a little controversial <laughs> <laughs> every time. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they use they use that as the hype magnet for contra- controversy. The uh, the other thing. So there's a game that that dropped this week that I've been watching. I've been looking out for. It's Humankind. It's Civilization Six. It's I a have. counterpoint to it. It's it's trying to take what what humankind's trying to do is take some of the tedious annoyances of Civilization Six and improve upon them. Yeah. So I've been watching, and it's on Game Pass for PC. Yeah. So that's what I want to say. It's on Game Pass for PC. I don't think we pay enough attention to Game Pass for PC. I do. I think what you do. Really? Yes, I have actually a lot. Oh, of you pay attention. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I need to pay more attention. I had no idea. I was getting ready to pull the buy trigger, and then it was like, oh, it's on Game Pass for PC. Having said that. They, I think for Microsoft to be more effective or effective from here on out, they can never do what they did with City Skylines. I own City Skylines on on Steam because they gave me the Xbox version. That's not the case with Humankind. That's, yeah. And I think as we go forward, I mean, in fairness, that, that well, was see, done is, before. Is that, a, is that a Microsoft thing or a developer thing? That was done before Game Pass existed, before they were making a push on PC. So I don't think that would be done today. But Humankind, man, I... I really want to play this game. I turn-based strategy is my favorite genre. It's a good one, and I like it because as a man, I'm you know ready to mute the channel. No, I like it because as a man with limited time and with a life, I can take my turn when I damn well please, and that's what men do. Yeah. And that's I don't true. have to leave the game. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm playing with you guys and we put it on like a three minute timer or lower, actually. I think we put minutes, it. I think in Civ three minutes. I think it was really it, long. I think sometimes. it was in Civ six. I think we had a minute timer. A minute and a half. I thought. I it thought. Was, yeah, I, think so, half, I know we I lowered it. Is too well, because I think we did like two minutes and we were like, oh my gosh. Oh. And you're always pissed at the person that's taking the long. You're like, come and on. Then you're taking the turn because oh. now it's your turn to make the decisions. Yeah. Or you're trying to go too fast that you miss something. Yeah. But no, I'm really interested in... And the other thing that I like about turn-based strategy games... Uh, and this is... Sorry. Let me be more specific. This is a 4X strategy game. Is the longevity of it. I want a game... I need a game in my life that I can slowly progress over time for years. MMOs, that's you the... Need a World of Warcraft. That's the... Well, no, no, no. But that's the appeal... You need a time waster. <laughs> but it's not a time waster in a 4X strategy game because every little decision counts and goes towards a strategy. It is. It is when you're on turn 400 and someone freaking converts you to, like, Buddhism or something. <laughs> no, yeah. but that's what human... you didn't human, see that coming but in. But see, humankind <laughs> is trying to rid of no. that tedious... David, <laughs> you would not like to play against yourself, then. <laughs> I'm just no, saying, no, no. after, no, no. after no. a couple hours when we're playing co-op and all of a sudden, all his... Armies are lining my borders. Number one, subterfuge. My favorite play style. <laughs> Sabotage. Yeah. Number two, that honestly was me just no, the, done and I had to go. The worst in civilization is you're literally on like two, like turn 250 or 300, and you're like, why are my people going to a different church? What? And you're like, 
Who has converted that? Yeah, who, what's going on? Where are I'm these underground missionaries? And then, and then you're getting mad because you're like, okay, let's bring the military in. And then they're like revolting. And it's just, it, it's you're like, oh my. And you just quit and start over. <laughs> yeah. Shadow Hypnotic says real-time strategy is the world's most powerful testosterone booster. It Amen. is. Proven. That's what. That's science. That's, that's. So that's why I like 4X strategy games. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about humankind. It is on Game Pass. Wait, 4X. 4 PC. Yeah, so four times the strategy. Yeah, is that really? I, is that how I, well, much it boosts it, your No, it means something specific. Um, it's like because did I just? It's am four, I learning a new game? No, 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 no. no. It's it's four different elements because I think yeah. isn't Stellaris a four X strategy? Yeah, yeah that's game? a four X. Crusader Kings is four X. Sins of a Solar Empire. Is it four races or four ways to win? Or no, it's mechanics. There's no, a it's mechanics. Mechanic. So it's like four X. It's like turn based. I used to know it. And then there was I don't know. Management. It's it's. I yeah, think it's time. Time. Economy. Time is number four. Is what it is. It makes it a four times. I think oh, that's what it is. So like total um, war. Uh yeah exactly four x um oh is abbreviation for explore expand exploit exterminate. I like to do the exterminate. Part. I'm gonna write that down. What are those? Explore, okay. expand, exploit, exterminate. Yeah. I've also been watching a lot of YouTube videos. Speaking of this, uh, four x strategy on how to make video games and in tw without knowing how to code. And in 2021, it's basically completely possible. And <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are doing it. It's basically all you have to know. Uh, is what's fun. All you have to know is it's basically learning like a Photoshop program or an yeah. Adobe uh, suite. It helps if you know coding and you can really customize it. Mark, but you, you totally seem like really impressed that you learned what 4X means. Today. I am. Yeah. Uh, but what is exploit? Go into go into detail with exploit. I get explore, I get expand, I get exterminate. But the Ex third X, yeah. So exploit goes beyond converting combat, them like to a different sub religion. Subterfuge would yeah, be exploit. spies converting them to different religions. So that's the big, that's the difference between like a Starcraft, essentially, right? Correct. So a Starcraft is would be like economy, explore, expand, battle, exterminate. Ex but we should yeah. find other phrases that we don't know. Yeah, like well, do you, you guys already knew that. I'm the yeah, dumb. Well, one. I didn't know. Do you, what, well, I didn't know I mean, what it was. I, I, knew it I had looked something. it up before. Like, I do you know what, what meta stands for? Oh like, yes, I, you know what meta Can is, I, but do you know what meta stands oh, for? No, I don't. Uh, most ex. What's the? I know most ex. Most effective tactic available. Yep. Most effective tactic. Because a lot of people, a lot of people know what meta means. Wait, oh, what's the meta? So is that a military term? I, it's now a it gaming like term. Gaming. Well, I mean, the meta in military is nuking them. <laughs> yeah, so. that's probably the most cost-effective thing you could possibly do. So maybe you just have to pay for a bomb. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. See, yeah, meta, but, so but you don't want. Yeah, a lot of you don't want meta in real life. No, no, <laughs> meta in real life. The, yeah. the world would be dead. If yeah. meta was no, yeah. I actually because a lot of people don't know they know what meta is. It's like oh, the meta is using this gun, right? But they don't know what it means because it's, it's the most, most effective, effective tactic, tactic available. available. I got there. I think it probably came from MOBAs, to be honest with you. What you guys know? I know what MOBA stands for. Oh, here we go. Here, I'll just read this first. Sorry. I do, but I yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. I do know this. Most MOBA. No, no. Hold on. Obscene. No, I don't know. It has to do with the boys. It has to do with the. It, well, it has to do with the end. The like, the end crystals or whatever that you got to get. What? Tell me. Tell me what it means. I thought it was massive online battle arena. Oh, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. Is, I knew yeah. that. Never mind. I'm wrong. Yeah. But oh, I forgot. Although I like that most. What I was thinking. I'm like the old man here. I forget stuff. So now. here we go. Four X. Um, 
A sub is a subgenre of strategy-based computer and board games and include both turn-based and real-time strategy titles. The gameplay involves building an empire. Got it. Emphasis is placed upon economic and technological development as well as a range of non-military routes to supremacy. Non-military, that's the exploit section. That's the exploit. Fascinating. Yes. Well, that's where you that that's everybody. where you get your difference from like Command and Conquer and StarCraft, right? 4X and it's it's E to the 4th. E I like how they the used E's. Explore, equad, expand, equad, exploit, equadruped, exterminate. Anyways, I would like to it's Game Pass. It's the value of Game Pass right there. The value of Game Pass. It is. Indeed. Huh. What else? This is great. I always learn stuff from David. Yeah, so we got 4X, MOBA, Meta. I mean, we all know what MMO means, right? Yes. MMO RPG. Well, and so that's the appeal to an MMO is this like constant progression. But where MMOs kill it for me for me more often than not is fetch quests because i know exactly what i'm doing like yeah you wouldn't like spartan ops is that's that all just spartan ops you is? just go one side of the map press a button which your it's a fetch quest to go to the next part of the map press a button to open the door which again next part which of the map, again press a button. control kind of is a fetch quest has a lot of fetch quests but they do it overlap with insane storytelling and the gameplay is fun that was the other problem. With yeah, Spartan once Ops, the gameplay. Once, yeah, once you get once you get a living gun. Well, in see your the hand, problem. The problem with Spartan Ops, just real quick, and this is another thing where three four three. I'm like, guys, just do what works. Is they three four three took out firefight for Spartan Ops. Spartan Ops is a worse version of firefight, which you would think. How do you screw up firefight? That's how. And then you go Halo Five. They added in Warzone fire. Like, just give me firefight. Like, that's all I want. You don't need to add well, something. Well, they're trying to be themselves, and they don't have the confidence to do it. That's like, I, I I mean, don't get me wrong. Warzone Firefight was fun, but why can't they just have regular Firefight? You know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, before we leave here, we're getting to the end of the show. Let's discuss what Hazard Zone appears to be. Mm-hmm. It does, oh, yeah. yeah big it rumors. does indeed big appear to be. And can we put one one check mark yeah, you were in right. the David box for I, being correct here? You were right. I didn't think they'd do it. Escape from Tarkov meets Hunt Showdown. Yeah. Seems to be Battlefield 2042 hazard, uh, so, hazard zone. Yeah, with Battlefield doing like their versions of their tech tests and stuff like that, uh, there was a lot of <laughs> leaked footage and uh, data mined stuff. And some of the stuff they data mined was that they believe, and this is still all rumors, but it's within the data mining stuff, so we're pretty sure it's there, is uh, Hazard Zone seems to be a mix between Escape from Tarkov and Hunt Showdown, which aligns with what they said earlier, a high-risk, high-reward squad gameplay mode. Mm. For those that have never played those games, um, it is it's very risky to play. With the stuff that you bring in, but it's high reward that you can take stuff out to play next yeah, time. Yeah, so the, the core... The, uh, oh, sorry, go yeah, ahead. And Hunt Showdown is... That, with a store, with like with, level bosses. Yeah, with permadeath to... For with your, your characters. characters. Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's... It, you basically can level up a character, and if he dies, he, he, if he dies... He dies. He dies. <laughs> he dies. Past he level dies. 10. Right? Yeah. I think there's a yeah. little... So, Drago gets And I, th- I think it's a smart move. And and I think... Because I don't think I don't think you can compete with Warzone at this point. Like, what do you do better than well, Warzone? And granted, we didn't you do better Warzone with not do having cheaters. Which we do yeah. know they're going to have an anti-cheat but, in the game. But I think this is smart. Have a perpetual... No AAA... No AAA title has done a Tarkov 
like we'll see and i think experience. The, i think the reason and i think there is an opportunity there for it to be done in a very very good way see and i think the reason triple a studios don't do stuff like this is because they want the most players possible right sure and and games like this are i'll admit tarkov i i think it's gained popularity among different groups but it's still a nicher game you know it's a it's a definitely a style of game but no if they if they do this that would be cool and it depends on how they do it well here's the thing though. and they they say tarkov-esque right so i don't want to go There's, in just yeah yeah so it, tarkov, it, it, it's right? going to be its own twist on on these types of games but or that's the rumor it's not been confirmed yet but the thing is even though those games are niche where money is is taking niches to the masses. So, for instance, look what Fortnite did. For, for instance, uh, battle royale modes, i.e., Arma Two, was a niche mode. It was a niche game, and who made a lot of money? PUBG and Fortnite, and ultimately well, Fortnite. Player Fort- unknown initially. Yeah, yeah, player unknown, and then Fortnite took that and took it more mass market appeal. Taking these niche ideas and mass marketing them is where there's a lot of money and a lot of success. If Battlefield does this right, their first they'd have first mover advantage in this space. And I think they you you could potentially crush it. Yeah, there was. But di- you got to do it right, and there's a lot of ways to do it wrong. There was different stuff in the in the data mining that showed that you might be walking around, and there will be like AI. So people are like, oh, kind of like scavs and scav bosses, you, yeah. you know, which is which is interesting. They did they did say it was it did seem squad based. So I don't know if you can do it solo or not. Uh, showdown we'll Showdown has that like team. Yeah, yeah, focus. yeah, yeah. You, I think you can do solo in Tarkov is as well. But, yeah, but they have to make it. Honestly, they have to make it so you can shoot your friends on accident. Yeah, they have no, to. They make, do. They honestly, they can't. You can't shy away from being punishing. They. Yeah. That's they, what makes these they, games. They fun. talked about having like a special currency for that mode. You take that currency and then you know I don't know if it. No one really knows if you'll buy weapons with it or or do other stuff. They they did show they did show like a list of different like upgrades you can buy within that mode, which would be like reviving teammates, uh faster stuff, you know, just different stuff like that. So it's really gonna when we learn more about Hazard Zone, it's really gonna be interesting. But it, I think you said it perfect. You cannot shy away from being punishing. The the reason Tarkov is fun, as frustrating as it is, it's fun because it's hard. And because it's hard, it's that much more rewarding. It's like Dark Souls. When I beat a Dark Souls boss, I feel great. Talk about I, testosterone. I feel amazing. 4X testosterone. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going yeah, to be interesting to see interesting how they do it. It's going to be interesting to see their take on yeah. it. Yeah. Cuz no one really has done it like Tarkov. No, they, the, no, that's the, true. And, no and, and the, the, big, the big, next closest would be Hunt, but it's it's almost different. The no, big, it's Tarkov, yeah. The know? big meme and joke about Tarkov is how it's so punishing. That people joke that developers don't want the players to have fun. <laughs> and that makes it fun. And in doing that, they yeah. make the game like there's like you'll I mean, there's 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 an excitement about like the Tarkov wipes. I call it over and do, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I call it butt clench moments. You're butt clenched from when you enter the arena until you die. Yeah, and that is And even when you die, it's the moment well, of oh! Oh gosh, and it's, and it's one shot. of those things too. And I, it, this exists in other games. It, it it does exist in battle royales that your micro decisions end up to tell the story of the this full experience in a match, and it, it determines your wins or less. All these micro decisions you got to make consistently make the correct one. But it's emphasized in these types of games because of the risk reward factor that's there. It's not just micro decisions like who do we go kill, when do we go kill them. It's micro decisions on. 
okay, I've got this loot. Should I get out? Should I stay in? That guy's got a real, you know, do I battle at this time? Do Where do I, what, where do I exit? What exit is safest? There's all these micro decisions added because of that risk reward feature that I think a AAA game studio that puts a ton of money into it has so much potential. When I'm thinking like, what if they did things like Tarkov? So for example, like time to kill under one second well yeah boy i mean there there's mods uh, or not mods but like the fan or the community servers that do like quicker time to kill you know and and people like those game modes but i'm thinking like you know battlefield are big maps because they're going to be used on the same multiplayer maps i i don't know if they'll be the whole map or sections of the map or whatever but can you imagine like just like in tarkov if you're a sniper and you're just like i'm going to stand in this bush and wait for these guys to come by (laughs) I'm standing this, this little bush. pop shot, you know. Standing in this bush, baby. I, I think, I, David, you're right. You said it best. You, they can't shy away from it being punishing. Well, that's if, what makes you know, and that that's what makes it fun. Yeah, and frustrating. I, do you think they're gonna? So many people on the, so many of the masses, if they go that route, are going to complain though. But that's the thing: is you got to do what Battlestate Games does. I even complain about Battlestate Games, and you know what they do? They add in a feature that makes me complain more. <laughs> yeah. They're like Battlestate uh, Games. Is like, hey, they're the ones who make Tarkov. Anyway. Hey, they're they're uh, they're complaining about the uh, the flea market. What do we do? Uh, they want to complain. Make it level twenty. Oh. Yeah, see how let's see what they complain about now. Actually, I kind of. They want to complain. Screw them. I actually don't mind the level twenty as much as I initially did. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't either. It, at first, it was kind of a punch. To be honest, I was talking to Mark about this. I think they should get rid of the flea market I altogether. Agree. Then it would be like. Then it would be everything you bring in. You had to loot, basically. Yeah. 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 Get what if they got rid of like vendors too? Oh. It's just straight <laughs> it's up, just straight hey, in the. Map. Can I tell you guys something spicy? I actually would like you to jump in. And I would like to get your opinion on it in particular, because you had the biggest issue with the movement and feel of Vigor. Oh. Vigor had their season nine update drop this last week. For the last two seasons, they've really been pretty stale. They've really, uh, and they've they've said, the developers, we're working on stuff behind the scenes, blah, blah. It shows in this one. They dropped for the Xbox Series X and PS5 60 frames per second. They changed the movement, the the way the the you know the running mechanics, the movement mechanics. It feels solid, like it. Hmm. It's less loose. It's less goofy. I mean, it still has that unique vigor feel. Don't get me wrong. It's not like Rogue Company all of a sudden or, sure. or Apex, but that's that sixty frames. Makes, well, it might just be that sixty frames that just makes no, it be, feel smoother. Well, no, because they did do uh, you know change the, some of the movement mechanics as well, and it just it feels so much more solid. I'm I have never been more impressed. The developers had their dev stream this last week because it's their two year anniversary or one year anniversary. Is it two? I think it's two year anniversary, and they said we're what, what do you see the, for the future of the game? They said we're finally where we're at. We're caught up. And this is like stage one. Now it's time to build. And so I'm excited for that. Let's see. Well, let's see. Let's see. Because it does feel it's like it's like, oh, they just got out of beta. That's how it feels. Yeah. You know, now I want to see focus on economics. You've got to give me something shelter wise. You've got to give me events seasonal wise to work. See, the thing about it is why Tarkov stays so is because of the wipe. Well, yeah. Well, that and during they have a lot of uh, money dumps. Yeah. That like the hideout. You burn every, like every penny for a long time into your hideout. Yeah. And then it wipes, and then you got to start over. And then it wipes, and then you got to start over. They also have introduced grenades this season. 
the grenades obviously like damage is there's a radius and as that radius gets larger the grenade does less damage but at a certain radius it's a one hit kill and i think it's changing the game because no longer can no longer can you just sit inside a building and outweigh somebody you've now got to be much more strategic Yeah. yeah well hey actually going so going back to the battlefield thing uh you were saying that Will they listen to like the masses of people complaining that it's too hard? I I wonder if Battlefield's a good example because you have the other two game modes. You have Battlefield Portal and you have the regular Battlefield where those players can play. You know, if do, that'll do help you, this, basically, if that'll help, ignore. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, the, here's the deal: the mainstream streamers that they will be focusing on this game mode. Oh yeah, and they're going to be the ones that are going to be complaining <laughs> a lot of the time, in my opinion. And then everyone else will be like, yeah, and they'll, well, maybe they won't complain. Maybe they'll be enjoying the game. And then other people are going to want to play that game mode instead. And then they're going to complain. I just have a, it's just scary. Well, Well, I think, I think developers have a hardcore mode to the masses. I think developers need to like, I developers need to take criticism and feedback and and, and they need to take that. That's how a game grows and gets better. But I also think on the flip side, developers also should ignore feedback. Well, no, I should Nintendo. Great. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Well, well at, at a, you know, I think developers should, at a point, also say, "Hey, maybe this game isn't for you." Yeah, no, and, and I don't think, and they shouldn't be afraid to well, say. That. For I, example, I think the key to good developers is knowing what feedback is valuable. Yeah, for example, uh, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, uh, or From Software, I think is a great game developer. I think they make great games. I think they make them hard on purpose, and I think that is the reason we have a Souls game. We have the term sure. Souls like because of how it is. There is a lot of people that want Dark Souls. Uh, or the next Elden Ring to have a a difficulty mode like normal hard and and the reasoning is well if you want to play the regular Dark Souls experience you just play hard and nothing's taken away from you but you allow more people to come in with the normal mode and I disagree with that a hundred percent because that invalidates the game the mm-hmm. reason Dark Souls is Dark Souls and the reason we can sit and talk about yeah that guy before I got to Firelink Shrine took me three battles or whatever no. you know. Their it's core, because it's hard, and, and their core gameplay mechanic is, is difficulty. the difficulty, and is how the game plays. And the game is about overcoming that difficulty and getting better. It's right? a game about skill checks. Yeah, it teaches. That's the tutorial of Dark Souls. Yeah, don't die. Death. <laughs> you have to learn how to play better before you can beat this boss. Okay, you beat that boss. Now in another couple hours, you're going to hit something else where you're going to have to improve your gameplay. You, Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's not a game about difficulty. That's the misconception. I've I've heard people say, "Well, I don't like Dark Souls because it's hard for the sake of being hard." It is not this hard for the sake of being hard. It's built. It's, it's built for skill checks. It's it builds your skill level technically higher and higher as you play it, mm-hmm. and it they are so good at the timeline on how they improve your gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that's what that game is about. Well, the game is about self-improvement yeah, and overcoming it's a obstacles. It's a reflection yeah. game. And, great. And when you finally beat that boss, you got to a different horizon in your life. When I, I, th- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and I, th- I think, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I was going to say, no, I th- well, that's what makes Dark Souls Dark Souls, right? And they've done a good job of saying, hey, we're not going to add a difficulty mode because this is our game and this is how we want the game to be played. I think from a strategic standpoint, Battlefield is on the right path. Why, why try to enter a crowded 
a crowded room. Like why, why go stand out. And I think that that's the strategy. And it, remember we said this before, they just feel more focused than they've been in a while. Mm-hmm. It, it feels focused. And I think a part of that is, is this type of strategy. Like we're not going to be everybody else. We're going to be battlefield. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean for our multiplayer? Do we go into and do this war zone thing that everybody's trying to do? Well, we tried it with firestorm. We've got new leadership here. Well, okay. Correction. We tried it for a week with firestorm and then gave up on it. Yeah. How can we make a splash? What can we do differently to draw people to our, to our game instead of just being the same, just another, uh, you know, the same, play style with another skin over yeah. the top. Well, and that, see, that's why I bring up Dark Souls as an example, because as Dark Souls got more popular, that's when it started getting that criticism of, hey, you should have an easy mode so everybody can play. And it's like, well, no. And that's what I don't want Hazard Zone to be. Like, I, that was the best comment. You, you know, don't be afraid of it being hard. Yeah. Y- Let know? Tarkov be Tarkov. And now I'm just saying, I mean, I I basically, it, it, you know, in my in my view, I, I in, in my brain, I want like a clone copy of Tarkov just on the battlefield engine. That would be, <laughs> you yeah. know. But I know it's not going to be that. I, I, but you know, so all let, all said and done, I'm just I'm interested to see what they're doing, and I, and I don't I just, mind I if just, they make it difficult. I just had this thought. Sorry, and then we'll get out of here. It's been it's where we're getting up there in time. Brian F says Dark Souls is persevere through adversity, perseverance through adversity. That games do teach lessons, and that that would be that. So, for instance, Omno. I think what I enjoyed about Omno is Omno is just joy. Like that's the only way to describe it. It's not a great game, but it is a game that's just like, hey, here here's why you love video games. Go. They bring they bring you joy. They do. Dark Souls is about improvement, getting better. It each really level. is. That's the misconception. And if you give up before you improve. You're not going to enjoy that game. Red Dead Redemption is about not trusting your criminal friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Gears is that aliens can kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Life lessons. Don't trust strangers. Don't trust strangers. <laughs> yeah. Even intergalactic strangers, including intergalactic. Did you say strangers. Gears? Is that what it was? Yeah, Gears. Gears, yeah. What does World of Warcraft teach you? No, Gears teaches you if it crawls out of the ground... Shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it. <laughs> That's a good life lesson. That is a good life lesson. Yeah. Is there anything that does crawl out of the ground that you don't want to shoot? No. Mm. I think everything that crawls out of the ground generally I, I beheaded shoot. a snake a few weeks ago in front of my children. Taught them a lesson. Yeah. Was it for teaching a lesson? No. Yeah, they weren't cleaning their rooms. <laughs> also, right. I brought, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brought one home. See what happens when I brought you don't one home and said, room. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you don't listen to me, see the snake? The snake didn't listen to me. <laughs> Do you, shovel. do you want to know one of my experiences with a snake? Real quick, real quick. It was when we were living together at our grandparents' house oh, yeah. years ago. I was watering, I think it was your garden at the time. Um, it was mine. Yes, yeah, so I was watering your garden because you did something, you asked me to do it. And I, I watered it, and all of a sudden when I hit a certain point, the snake popped up. Like stood it, up. It freaked me out. I was like, oh man. Oh, so I ran inside, and I was like, I was like, Grandpa, there's a snake out there. And you know what he did? He went, <sighs> no, these, and he just like stood up, and he, didn't say, he never said anything. He just he walked out there. And he'd like walk it all slow up to it. And he goes, where is it? I said, it's right there. And he goes, okay. And he just grabs it by the back of the neck. He throws it in like a, like a, like a, uh, it was bag. like an Albertson's bag. Yeah. And he threw it in the trash can. And he just went back in and watched the nightly news. <laughs> so it's like, I was like, whoa. Like, like, these kids. <laughs> yeah, he like, and then he looked at you and was like, you're soft. <laughs> yeah, no, it taught me a lesson. Generation yeah. right no, there. it did. You're it soft. taught me a lesson like, man, 
I need to get good. <laughs> get good. <laughs> Moral of the story. He, did. he just good. walked out and he grabbed it and he threw it in an Albertsons yeah. plastic bag and I threw actually, the trash can. I actually can witness that this story is accurate from the day it happened because Jordan called me and told me it when it's it like, happened. Grandpa just Crocodile Dundee to snake in our yard. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. Papa? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, guys. He Kratos you. <laughs> yeah, he did. He tells like I, like I learned Don't a lot. Be sorry, that. be better. Yeah, no, I did. I learned a lot that day in that span of like four minutes. Uh, that's funny. If only, yeah, did he give you the look? If only you could do this yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that does us for this week's episode, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in. As always, enjoy your week. Have fun gaming. Don't forget to head over to YouTube. Subscribe to us there. YouTube.com forward slash X1 Bros. Like, subscribe to us, and review us over on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher. I think we're almost to 600 reviews on iTunes. That's, we're getting up there, baby. We're getting up there. So leave us a review. Unless you would leave us a bad one, then don't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. Bye-bye. Uh,